Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome to a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam is back uh, producing after producing inside the huddle today. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, we will take your phone calls, questions, and comments. It's pretty amazing to me, and I kind of understand why. And maybe as the week goes along, fandom will kick in. You know, you're, you're the rooting factor for your team. But I just get this sense of doom and gloom here. Uh, and maybe that'll be the case. But I don't know that Georgia wows you in any area. But, I mean, look, they're good. Let's just call it like it is. They're good. If you look at them statistically in the SEC, They average 41 points a game. Florida averages 31. In total defense, that's where it's different. Georgia only gives up 247 yards a game. Florida gives up 429. Georgia, incredibly, have they played a great schedule? No, they have not. But they give up nine points a game. Florida gives up 28. And, again, if you look at some of the other numbers, they almost all favor Georgia. They average 526 yards of offense a game. Florida averages 429. Where Florida does have an advantage, and I think this is going to be one of the keys to this game, Florida is the third-best rushing team in the SEC. 212 yards a game. Only Arkansas and Ole Miss average more. So can Florida do that against Georgia, keep their offense off the field? But the the contrasting statistic, Georgia gives up 83 yards a game on the ground. That's number one in the league. Florida gives up 185 yards a game that is next to last in the league I think that is the key statistic for this game coming up let's get your phone calls let's talk a little sports 3928255 you can email uh, Russell at wruf.com the Gators do get some good news on the recruiting trail they flip offensive lineman Roderick Kearney from FSU Florida's going to do well in recruiting under Napier. Look, it's already shown, and there's more prospects this week that could uh, kick to Florida as well. So that's that's what – if you complained about the other coach not recruiting well, this coach is, and his staff are. That's good to see. Today – we always try to give a shout-out to Santa Fe College and what they do. Um, 
much like the Gator basketball seasons are going to be opening soon, their seasons are opening soon too. And uh, Shanda Stebbins, the women's coach, will be with us today. Uh, coach Mowry uh, with us tomorrow to talk about their teams as they begin their seasons. Uh, later on in the week, Mark Weiser, who covers Georgia for the Athens paper, uh, will join us to talk about them dogs. Uh, and there'll be others uh, coming on the program as well to talk about that. But in the meantime, hopefully uh, we'll hear from you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Steven says the Phillies finished 14 games behind the Braves and the Mets, had a losing road record. They're in the World Series. How'd they improve so much so quick? Two things. Their pitching got a lot better. Their bullpen was a disaster early in the season. It was better. And then some hitters got hot. Bryce Harper came back from injury. And we all saw what he did in the postseason. That certainly helped. And look, it just goes to show you in whatever sport, Stephen, you can be you can start 0-0 and be a really hot team coming in and you continue that. The Astros were kind of I mean the Astros have been good all year. And they owned the Yankees all year. That played out. But the Phillies, the Mets owned the Phillies in the regular season. But sometimes you can just get hot at the right time, and that's exactly what happened to the Phillies. By the way, Gator Volleyball tomorrow um, are going to, you know, Auburn wasn't that long ago was not very good in volleyball. Florida is 7-2 and two in the league. Auburn is 7-2 and two in the league. And they play tomorrow night. So Florida, Auburn, and Kentucky all are 7-2 and two in the SEC. Big, big game, big match for both teams. Uh, Paul emails. Steve, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I don't think Gator fans think they have much of a chance to win this game. That's not wh- that's why you're not getting uh, the amount of calls or feedback because I just think Gator fans have resigned themselves to think that this is just not going to be a game they're going to win. Yeah, I-, I do agree with that. Wrong, good, bad, wrong, right, I do agree with that. I think that's exactly um, what the situation is here. By the way, uh, Gator men's basketball – We'll have a scrimmage, mark the date down, the orange and blue scrimmage, November 1st. Admissions free for all fans. Doors will open at 6. The event um, uh, begins at about 7. Uh, there'll be some student contests, that sort of thing. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. That's going to be October the 1st for that. 1212 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quateraro. The Tampa Bay Lightning have started the 2022-2023 season slowly as the reigning Eastern Conference champions hope to get over 500 for the first time tonight in Los Angeles against the Kings. They have rattled off two straight victories and hope to extend the streak to three tonight. You can tune in to coverage right here starting at 10 o'clock. Gators men's golf team started the final day of the Isleworth Collegiate Tournament today, hosted by UCF. The Gators entered the day in second place as a team, but have 11 strokes to gain in order to catch up to the first place Tigers. 
High School Volleyball rolls on tonight with three matches on tonight's slate. St. John Paul II plays at Oak Hall in the regional quarterfinal. P.K. Young plays at Trinity Catholic in the 3A regional quarterfinal. And Space Coast heads to Santa Fe for the 4A regional quarterfinal. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quateraro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, for a long time now, I've been telling you about my friends at Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue for good reason. Look, when you, I don't care what business you're in. As a consumer, what do you want? You want to make sure the money you spend is worth it, that the product you buy is going to last you, and the product you buy is going to be something that you're going to be happy in purchasing. Well, every vehicle I've purchased from Southeast Car Agency has met all those criteria. Terrific vehicle, lasted me a long time, and low maintenance and great mileage. Now, here's the great thing about Southeast Car Agency as well. Only the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new ones, and their selection is really good. They try to bring in the widest selection, the widest variety of vehicles, so you have the best choice. Some people like bigger cars, some people like smaller ones, some people like trucks, some people like SUVs. Well, they understand that, and they do their best to make sure their variety of vehicles is really good. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. We are all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. After Halloween this year, don't throw out your jack-o'-lantern. Use it to start composting instead. Pumpkins and other gourds are perfect additions to any compost pile. Also, you can add container soil and roots from potted plants that have withered away. And if you have a garden, be sure to add garden waste from cleaning and pruning, like stems, roots, and leaves. Join Odyssey. And together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Terms apply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis. You've been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the Villages, and in Gainesville. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. 
Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town made to order. They support local Florida cattle ranchers, and they still feature great milkshakes, including the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, and if you're in a hurry, you can order online for a quick pickup at DickMondell's.com. Remember, open seven days a week. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. The best burgers, shakes, and fries you'll eat at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Welcome back to Sports Team. We always try to spotlight some of the high school sports going on. You just mentioned about uh, volleyball, some teams in postseason play now. Football, Thursday. Buholtz and head coach Mark Whittemore will take on Fleming Island here. The Cats 6-1, and one, Fleming Island 4-3 and three on the year. Coach joins us now. Coach, uh, you have played a very competitive schedule. You played a really good Bartram Trail team. Uh, you got beat. As you look back on the game, what did you see on tape? Uh, good morning, Steve. Yeah, um, you had to bring that up. Didn't yeah. You? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you look back, uh, we, we we did some things offensively that were probably ill-advised, uh, put a little little too much emphasis on on uh, certain formations and, and tried to to accomplish things in the wrong way, obviously. That's why we uh, we scored six points and they scored 21. Uh, really pleased with the way our defense played. Uh, you know, Bartram's capable of being in the in the 50s and have been several times as an offense. So, you know, we did some good things as a team, but offensively we just kind of kind of struggled a little bit. So, got back uh, back on the drawing board and, and, and get ourselves right this week as we face Fleming Island. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's much different in high school than it is in college if you're playing a game, you know, one day earlier. Uh, does the schedule and what you do in preparation change much because of that? No, it, it, it really doesn't. I mean, our Monday becomes a Monday-Tuesday. So instead of getting a full intro day in helmets, we've got to, you know, kind of ramp up the, the intensity and, and we have to intro the team as well as go through our practice script. Um, that we would normally do on Tuesday. So it, it does, you know, it, it does give us a, a, a tougher Monday and a tougher Tuesday of preparation, but we're so used to it, Steve, that it, uh, I think it's advantage Buholtz, you know? Yeah. Uh, tell me about Fleming Island. Uh, big, uh, long, very athletic, 
uh, well coached by uh, a longtime coach there, Coach Springs, uh, has been there, and we've been facing them year after year. Um, they are able to uh, to run the football really well. Uh, they have a quarterback that's dynamic, and uh, you know, much like like ours, he's able to extend plays, and so we're going to have to um, make sure that we keep him contained. You know, at, at this point of the year, uh, when you're playing well as you have, uh, I think you have bowls left, I think, um, and yeah. then you know, postseason. Does that discussion ever take place, or is it basically, hey, we got to worry about this week and nothing else? Well, especially coming off of a loss to, you know, to number one Bartram, and uh, you know, we it's tough enough to put away uh, that memory and move on to you know the task at hand, which is beating Fleming. Seeing that it's a Thursday week, a short week, we really can't afford to do much, but just kind of uh, hold on to our, you know, our rear ends a little bit as we prepare, <laughs> you know, prepare quickly. So. No, we're definitely not looking ahead to bowls. Uh, we are uh, 100% engaged on the on the task at hand, which is Fleming Island. You know, you've scored up until this last game. You, you scored a lot of points, but I want to focus on your defense because I, I, you know, sometimes when your offense scores a lot of points, defense gets overlooked. Are you satisfied where 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 you are defensively? Uh, no doubt. I actually think that that we are in a really good place at this point in the season. I think we've learned some valuable lessons. Uh, I think our back end and linebackers have grown tremendously. Our depth has really uh, been able to to be in, in some tough situations and produce. So defensively and really offensively, I think we're in a good place as a team. But from a defensive standpoint, I really like what we are, like our physicality. Uh, I like our grit, and we're getting we're, we're getting teams off the field, uh, which is important in those third down situations. Last thing, what do you think you've gotten? You've improved the most from the start to now. Well, I think uh, the big thing is when you come off of a Final Four season, uh, and and you lose some you know some key players, especially defensively. Um, you know, a few uh, few real big producers on the offense. You've got to, you know, you got to remake your identity. And, um, you know, I think that we are now hitting our uh, our identification, you know, area, that part of the season where we begin to say, okay, this is who we are. This is how we adjust to things during the game, adverse situations. This is how we respond. Uh, and, and, and this is how we're going to come together and, and, and make a – make a strong run. So that's where we are. I think we're in a good place, and I like our chemistry. Let me end um, because, look, where, where Florida is, uh, where LSU is, the Tigers really went to the transfer portal and helped themselves, and I think that's where a lot of Gator fans are thinking, you know, that, that something Billy Napier can do. But at the high school level now, you know, it's the same thing. You, you can get transfers. As long as they can get to school, you can get them. And you've done this a long time. Has that changed what you do in any way? Uh, no, I, I don't think so, Steve. Uh, you know, the only thing that uh, that more transferring has done is just allowed um, it, it allows you to continue doing what you do uh, because players, uh, you know, they're attracted 
to uh, places that are doing what they see as uh, beneficial to them or mm-hmm. exciting to them. And so it, it, it's, you know, used to, Steve, you had to dance with the girl you brought. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it was just whoever was walking the halls, that's what made your football team. Yeah. But more and more, as you look around at Hawthorne and Williston and, and, and you know, us and Gainesville High, you, you know, you, you learn that, you know, it's not really, you know, high school coaching is not that anymore. It's you coach the kids who show up. Um, and uh, and that's, you know, the law of the land. As long as we're not recruiting um, and they're attracted to our program, uh, that's who you're going to end up coaching in the, in the uh, spring um, and then in the summer. So it is different, Steve. It definitely is different. All right, they're going to be Buholtz and Fleming on Thursday, home game at Citizens Field. Wish you luck, and I always appreciate you doing this, Mark. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Steve. Take care. You got it. Mark Whittemore at uh, Buholtz has done a good job. His team uh, is coming off a loss, but still, that was their only their first loss of the year. Um, all right, we'll uh, open the phone lines quickly here before we get Coach Stebbins on from Santa Fe College to talk about her women's basketball team. Uh, their season opens up pretty soon, and I uh, want to give them a little uh, plug uh, because they go at it, and uh, they do things too. So uh, we'll have her on here shortly. And then uh, R.J. Fewer is going to join us, the coach at Oak Hall. His team is actually, if I'm not mistaken, in a playoff game uh, already. Uh, they've had a tremendous regular season, and uh, he'll be on to talk to us uh, about what's coming on with him. Ronnie says uh, he disagrees with a caller that was on during uh, Inside the Huddle. As poorly as we play defense, our best chance is to stay on the field and limit the number of snaps the other team gets. I agree with that. I would not snap until we were under five seconds on the play clock. I used to be a high school coach, would employ this when we were wildly outmanned. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Because you, now the thing of it is, if you're going to do that, Hopefully you're going to score six points instead of three and go from there. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Coach Stebbins will join us next from Santa Fe College, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. 
The cooler weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the cool fall air. It's hunting season. So save on the off-road vehicle you need. And for bass fishermen, the fall spawn is happening right now. And those bass just love being hooked by Tracker Brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Enjoy free extended factory warranties on select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now's the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the end-of-season inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest in rates determined by lender with approved credit. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and secure your home. Take inventory of your home's hurricane preparedness kit. Don't forget about your pets. Even if you evacuate, secure your home's windows and doors from the storm. Being prepared helps protect your family and home. This hurricane season, don't delay. Make a plan today. Know your zone. Know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow, winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon, warm and mostly sunny. Highs in the mid-80s will feel a little more humid than yesterday. Tonight, mostly clear early, then turning partly cloudy. Lows by daybreak tomorrow in the lower 60s. Feeling even more humid tomorrow, partly cloudy, highs in the low 80s. A cold front will be approaching our area from the west. That should push through during the early afternoon. We'll have a chance for a few tests and thunderstorms. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Green Bay is in trouble right now. I still think that they're going to meet at 5, 6, 7 seed. They'll still find themselves in the playoffs, but they've got to get this thing turned. They lost to the Commanders. When does an elite quarterback in a three-week period lose to the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders? I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, those type of names. I don't, I don't see them having three-game skids like this. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Coach. Big match for them tomorrow night. Auburn 7-2 in the league, so is Florida. All right, Santa Fe College women's basketball. Their season's going to begin November 1st. Longtime head coach Shanna Stebbins now joins us to talk about our team. Hi, Coach. How you doing? Great. How are you today? I'm doing well. Always appreciate you doing this. Um, let's get right to things here. You, you had a scrimmage. You got, a, I think, a couple of scrimmages, and then you'll have the regular season starting on November 1st. Uh, what have you seen with your team so far? Let's start from change from last year. How different is the roster this year from a year ago? Well, um, probably the biggest difference is we're just a, we just have more depth. Um, we feel like probably like across the nation, um, and probably not the only coach that feels like that, that we've sort of come out of the COVID, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, quarantine, shut down, 14 days, start. So we just have had a lot more people in practice, which I think makes a difference. Um, there's a lot more competition. Um, you know, you don't have that concern where people are sitting out for 10 days and then coming back and you're kind of cautiously pushing them because physically, you know, they're, we're in a different place than we were a year ago. So that's probably the biggest difference. We've added um, some transfers. We've added some freshmen from South Florida, we think, that'll help us. We've just been really fortunate to have a good group of kids this year um, that we're coaching. So that, that makes it fun. Um, when you look at the, your team now, what do you what do you see as the strengths of your team? How deep can you go rotationally? Well, generally, I, I like to go seven, eight, nine, um, just as a preference. Um, but I think that right now we're really fighting for we probably have about you know eleven, twelve kids fighting for those seven or eight positions. Um, I think overall we're we're going to be really guard heavy. Um, we're very athletic. Our kids play really hard, which is always um, always something that we take a lot of pride in. But um, I think we're going to be very guard heavy, like to push the ball, like to pressure people. Um, probably like most of the nation, at least in women's basketball, moving a little bit away from the three out, two in kind of uh, back to the bucket, you know, typical post play to more of a um, more of like a motion kind of. Um, European style where every player has a skill set that they can contribute. Um, so I think that's what fans will see probably. If I'm wrong in this, please tell me. I think last year you shot something around 25% from, from distance. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's you want to get that number better, but do you think you have the shooters on the roster now to make that happen? Well, I, I think we do. Um, I always, you know, as a shooter myself, um, I, I love to shoot the ball. And so that's half the battle is can you make shots when nobody's guarding you? Yeah. But the second half of the battle is, is a little bit different. It's, you know, are we hitting people when they're open? Do we see people when, like, are we good assist people? Because great shooters need people who can, who can find them. And I think that's one of the problems we had last year. Um, we just, we couldn't deliver the ball. Um, on time or or in space, and so that's one of the things I'm seeing this year that I'm enjoying is, a they're they're an unselfish team. They they like to uh, you know get the ball to their teammates, but the second thing is it's on time and it's in the right place. Now, we like most people still struggle with so shot selection, making sure that we take good shots. Um, I, we you know we already have a scrimmage as you know, and 
Um, I don't think we had a shot clock violation yet. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, we, we have some things to work on, without a doubt. Um, but I think we're getting better, and we have a, a bunch of kids that really care about being better ball players, and that makes a difference. What do you see from your team defensively? We like to um, we, we like to press and, and push up, and we, we haven't had the personnel to do that the last two or three years, um, partly because of just how lean we've been during COVID years, but also just our personnel. And this year I'm excited. I think our personnel brings that to the table. I have to continue to do a good job of coaching them over the next month or two um, with the different kinds of defenses that we're going to be able to throw at people that don't in, just include like a typical man run and jump. And I like that our IQ is enabling me to do that. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to throw some different things at people and um, be able to execute. Uh, you've got a nice, at least from a, a roster mix, it looks like you have a nice mix between the sophomores and the freshmen. What do you see from your newcomers so far? Well, our newcomers um, are hungry. They come from good programs. They know how to win. Um, I think that uh, they have versatility, probably a, a little bit more versatility than we've had in the past. Um, we'll probably have at least three or four newcomers that could play anywhere from the point guard position to the four, so that makes a difference. We we have to get a little bit better inside. We have some newcomers that are, are still maturing. I'm, I'm really excited, in fact, about our fours and fives. I think they'll be good by January because they're really investing in their game. But right now they're still young, and they're, and they're still um, making that transition from high school to college. Um, and, and just the work ethic that it takes, the attention to detail, um, the commitment level. Um, but they all they, they have the right headspace. It's just a matter of getting their bodies to follow their mindset. Last two things. Tell me about your schedule. Well, it, we have a weird schedule this year. Um, <laughs> we we are we are back. We are in the Central Florida Conference again, okay. which um, is, is similar to last year. But this year in the November and, and December area, we actually play Tallahassee four times, and we play Hillsborough four times. Wow. Um, yeah, which you know, back in the day, um, you know, back a while ago, we used to play everyone in our conference three or four times. Yeah. And so um, that's not really surprising, but we, we had a couple situations where we needed games and they needed games. And so we'll get w- real familiar with Hillsborough and, and Tallahassee. We also uh, were able to bring the uh, Florida State College's shootout back to Gainesville. So that'll be fun at the beginning of December to, to get all those games um, back here in our in our house, so to speak. Um, so that that's exciting for us. We have uh, Northwest Florida coming to town, who is you know the defending national champions. We also have some other matchups like Pensacola State and um, and Gulf Coast. Gulf Coast, in fact, is is two two weeks from today, um, November eighth. So we have some really formidable opponents coming in, and we'll get to test our girls early in November and December before our conference gets here in, in January. I think I'm right in this, but if I'm wrong, please correct me. Your your first regular season home game is the first Hillsboro, right? That's correct, yep. Okay. So if fans want to come out and see you, that's going to be the first. But you also have, are the scrimmages going to be here uh, later on this week? Yeah, we do. We do have scrimmages on Friday, um, you know, so they're they're um, not necessarily, you know, um, kind of carte blanche open. But gotcha. Um, those will be opportunities for us to kind of figure ourselves out a little bit better. But as far as fans are concerned, November 1st um, would be fabulous to have a have a bunch of people there at 530. And then we follow it up on November 8th, the following Tuesday against Gulf Coast at 530. 
Um, so those are two exciting matchups for us. Hillsborough being, you know, the first game of the year, and then obviously Gulf Coast being a, a great opponent from the Panhandle. Okay. Well, I wish you luck as always, and I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, we'll check back with you maybe later in the year. So thank you for doing this. Okay. Thanks, Steve. You got it, Coach. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is Shanda Stebbins, who's done a terrific job, longtime women's basketball coach at Santa Fe College. Jake will talk to us next. Hi, Jake. Hey, uh, that was a refreshing uh, interview. I appreciate that. And I wanted to tell you, I really enjoyed the uh, head ball coach and Shane and you. That's the first time I got to hear you guys. That was really awesome, Steve. Thanks. Oh, well, uh, it's, it's more, if it's awesome for you all, it is doubly awesome for me because I get to sit with those two guys and you know, glean from their knowledge. So pretty fun for me. Yeah. What a lot of fun that would be. Um, our, our game this weekend, uh, I think I talked about it real quick the other day, but um, I just looked at this way six ways from Sunday. I'm thinking we've got to play a perfect game, and they've got to have the ball bounce funny for us to have a 10 to 20% chance to win. And I'll tell you why. I think, you know, the guy doesn't get much credit, really, but I think Stetson Bennett is one of the steadiest quarterbacks I've watched since I've I've watched college football. The guy's not flashy. He's not. He reminds me a little of Buck Ballou because Buck Ballou, I don't think, ever got a lot of uh, uh, accolades thrown his way as good as he was. But I think Stetson Bennett with having Brock Bowers and I can't think of the other guy's name. I think he's number eighty-four. I think he plays on the other side. And they're just—they've got so much talent that I just don't think we can run with them. I—I I think I'd rather have. Stetson Bennett back behind center than I would Anthony Richardson, to be honest. Well, I mean, um, he certainly has more experience. Um, but I, I think Florida's path to win this game has to be in the run game because I think that's the strength of this team. And, you know, you're going to say, well, Georgia's defensive front's pretty good. Well, okay, let's see. I think that's – if you you have to, in my opinion – you have to take your team, what do you do well, and then try to do that. And so can Richardson make plays with his legs to help keep drives alive? Can he throw enough you know, to keep Georgia's defense honest? And then you keep a high-powered offense of Georgia's off the field against a defense that's pretty suspect. So I think time of possession in this game and then scoring points in those possessions is going to be big. Well, I appreciate that because I agree with everything you just said. And um, I guess there's an old saying, Steve, that says, hope springs eternal. Sure. I hope it springs. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you, Jake. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quartararo. Gators men's golf team wraps up the final day of the Isleworth Collegiate Tournament hosted by UCF today. The Gators entered the day in second place as a team but currently sit eight strokes back of the leading Auburn Tigers and just four strokes ahead of Purdue in third place. The Tampa Bay Lightning travel to Los Angeles to take on the Kings. The Lightning hope to get over 500 for the first time this year amid a slow start. You can tune in coverage right here starting at 10 o'clock. High school volleyball rolls on tonight with three playoff matches on tonight's slate. St. John Paul II plays at Oak Hall in the regional quarterfinal. 
P.K. Young plays at Trinity Catholic in the 3A Regional Quarterfinal, and Space Coast heads to Santa Fe for the 4A Regional Quarterfinal. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarteraro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs. So you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. Folks, if you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives, well, that team is the Arthrex team, and they are now hiring. Arthrex develops innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries. From pro athletes to weekend warriors, they care about helping people get back in the game. And so do their employees. If you're looking to make a difference, join a global company that provides exciting career opportunities and unique benefits with locations in Florida, South Carolina, and California. And they are now hiring in all of those locations. To find out more, check out available jobs at careers arthrex.com that's careers.arthrex.com there's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season it brings family together provides comfort warmth and a gathering atmosphere the wood stove and fireplace center in gainesville on main street is the area's premier dealer of wood gas and electric fireplaces indoor or outdoor in wall or standalone plus decorative screens tool sets and more visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season the wood stove and fireplace center since 1975 visit online at woodstoveflorida.com Autism. Did you know that one out of every 44 children in the U.S. is now identified as having an autism spectrum disorder? At the Autism Society of Florida, we've spent over three decades ensuring that people with autism enjoy full participation and self-determination in every aspect of life through initiatives like drowning prevention, first responder training, advocacy, and support groups. Become a member of the Autism Society of Florida. Visit AutismFL.org. AutismFL.org. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. Kids eat free this Halloween. Before or after your little princesses, ghouls, minions, and superheroes fill their bags with candy, fill them up with a delicious meal from Miapa. Don't rush to make dinner and put on costumes. Let Miapa give them something good to eat. Purchase any regularly priced meal from Miapa's Jonesville, Alachua, and Gainesville locations on Monday, October 31st, and get a free kids' meals for all kids under 10 in costume. This is no trick. Treat your kids to the same great kids eat free meals at Miapa that you love every Wednesday this Halloween. Miapa Latin Cafe, your Halloween dinner headquarters. 
Thump, Set, Spike. We are your home for Gator Women's Volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Phone lines open for you, 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. By the way, uh, cbssports.com, they had their college football playoff rankings projection. Uh, Jerry Palm, Georgia, and Ohio State on top with TCU ahead of Alabama. Yeah. It would be Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Clemson for him. Just saying. Gator, man, what's up? What's going on, Steve? It's a Georgia week. It's a Georgia week. It is that? <laughs> well, I guess, Steve. I got the top ten reason. I'm feeling good about the game, despite all the gloom and doom from the Gator fans. Number ten, it might be a, it might be a breakout game for y'all, Anthony Richardson. Number nine, I think the Gators can force a lot of turnovers because that's one thing the defense have done this year. They made some turnovers. Number eight, Nobody expected Gators to win anyway. Number seven, the week off, everybody should be raring to go. Number six, maybe we will pretend it's first or second down the whole game. Number five, maybe Turner might put in a few new wrinkles on defense. Number four, learn, learn how to cover and tackle in the off week. Number three, get tired of hearing how great UGA is and get mad about it. Number two, maybe Stetson Bennett have his worst game ever as a Bulldog. Number one, maybe Brenton Cox will have a Alex Brown moment like he done against Tennessee and have about five or six sacks. And Steve, you have a good day. Gator man, thank you. Uh, look, you got to go play the game. Um, generally speaking, Vegas knows what they're talking about. They're not always right, but we'll see if that point spread is going to hold up. Let's talk to uh, Jerome. Jerome, hello. How you doing, Steve? Hey, Jerome. I don't really know what you talked about today because I'm just coming in, but I wanted to ask you a question. Do you think that um I don't do you think that Billy needs to get an o- o- offensive coordinator? No. And Tony needs to get in the in the booth. No. No. You don't. No. Can you can you explain why you don't think so? Sure. Um. Let me see if I can answer this question without being snarky because I'm not trying to be. Right now, you're looking at a new coaching staff that doesn't have its players. So they're running what they know and what has been successful for them. So when they get their players here, and if this continues, then, Jerome, I think you can say, well, you know, maybe we need to look at a offensive coordinator or look at, you know, some kind of change. But when you're talking, you know, seven games into a new regime, uh, and, and let's not forget, Florida offensively is averaging over 30 points a game. 30 points a game. Do you like the play call in Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. But Billy Napier doesn't care if I like it or not. Right? You, I, you, you, I have, to, you have to take – what you do best. What's Florida do the best offensively? 
run the ball. Right? They're pretty good at that. They're number three in the conference running the ball. But when you have a passing attack that's as sporadic as Florida's is, well then, you know, as a play caller, what do you do? You're a little bit limited. It's easy to call. I've done this. It's easy to call plays when everything works. Yeah. You're a genius, right? But then when they don't work, yeah, it's a lot harder to call plays. Hey, Steve, I want to ask you this last question. Do you think – you know I'm a Cowboy fan, Steve. Do you think we brought Dak back too soon? No. I think you have to play for the long term. And I think if anybody – thought that Dak Prescott was going to come out and, you know, throw six touchdown passes, even though the Lions' defense is not very good, he was rusty. And I think that's to be expected when you haven't, even if it's Dak Prescott, right? So now, you know, three, four weeks from now, if he's struggling, man, you got something to talk about. All right, then, Steve, thanks. Okay, Jerome, thank you. Anybody else believe that Billy Napier needs – to have an offensive coordinator or needs to make changes, let us know. 3928255. Roger says, the mental gymnastics required to produce the thought of a Gator win this week are giving me a migraine. I'm just going to say Gators win because I want them to <laughs> and leave it at that. Okay. Daryl says, when was the last time Florida's been this big of an underdog in a football game? Maybe against Alabama. I don't know. Uh, but obviously, been a while. Uh, Steven said, I know many times you mentioned to listeners when fans get antsy about the football team results and start calling for a change in coaches. What have you done for me recently? I respect that logic. But I see how long coaches Smart and Stoops have been in their assignments, and their base gave them time. And we see the results for their patience. I can't help but think we've gone through three or four coaches in the years of the other two coaches and wonder if these fans will give Coach Napier his chance to build with his system. Gator Steve? That, sir, is a question that I can't answer yet, and only time will tell. Here's where I get in trouble, because there are some who believe that I'm anti-fan, which I am not, um, but I also tell it like it is, okay? I'm not saying Florida is the only fan base, and I'm generalizing here when I say this, that feels this way. But many times on Twitter, when things are going poorly, I see, we deserve better than this. We deserve better than this. What does that mean? Does that mean that TCU's fans don't deserve better? Does that mean that FSU's fans don't deserve better? What does that mean? That that so I mean that's the part that I don't really understand that you deserve better. So every fan base that's not winning deserves better, and if you're going to use that logic, but to answer your question, time will tell. Paul, be our final call of the hour. Paul, hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. So now that the dust has uh, settled in the MLB playoffs. You like the new format, and you got any ideas for for tweaks of how they can award, 
you know, the teams that do win a division and, and have the best records. You know, it's funny you ask that, Paul, because I've gone kind of back and forth on this. I think the way that it's done now is a little bit clunky, if that's the right word, um, because, you know, unlike other sports, you're, you're playing 162 games, and yet you still, even if you win a bunch of games, you still have to play very early and possibly get knocked out. But that's the, that's the product of having, you know, more teams in it. So I don't know, you know, if there's a perfect way to go about it. But clunky is the word I use. It is a bit odd um, yeah, that, that, that teams that, you know, have done well the entire – now, look, the Astros disproved that, right? They did well, and look where they are. So, but, you know, if you're the Dodgers or somebody like that, yeah, Braves too. Yeah, actually, I like that that word clunky. I, I think that a lot of the things they're talking about or that here is is maybe remedies are are clunky and weird themselves. You know, if they maybe you give teams picks on who they want to play. Uh, I've heard uh, reseeding after the first round. Uh-huh. Um, I, and I and I think a lot of the way baseball's played today, I don't think it plays well in the playoffs. Um, it may over 162, but in a short series, I mean, in a seven-game series, I think that um, there's just, when you strike out, okay, Paul. Um, okay, Paul, i got to let you go. Your phone is doing something. But thank you for the call. Um, look, I was never a fan of one game. You know, you play 162 games, and it comes down to a game. Um, so that part I liked. Um, I didn't like the single wild card game. Um, and and look, you have the third best division winner against the last team in. The best and the second best wild card winners play each other. Okay, that makes sense. But I still think. Um, Reseeding might be the option that I would look at. Okay, so I don't know. I that if if I was going to change anything, it might be the reseeding of it. It's going to be our first hour coming up in the second hour. O calls football coach R.J. Fewer joins us as uh, his team I think is getting set for a playoff game already. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. And we will take more of your questions, calls, and comments in Hour 2 of Sports Scene. As you listen to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. 
I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend them. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and know your zone. In the case of an evacuation, have a plan to go to a hurricane shelter, hotel, or stay with a family or friends. If you're ordered to evacuate, you need to leave. You can rebuild your home, but you cannot rebuild your life. This hurricane season, know your zone. Know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. The event you've been waiting for, International Diamond Center's biggest and final storewide sale of the year is next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. Get extra savings storewide, guaranteed IDC lowest prices, plus 36 months zero interest financing. And it's like double the selection with all of the industry's top designers flying in with their entire collections. Everything's on sale, plus way more diamonds to choose from. Lowest prices before the holidays, not this weekend, next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. Now that it's autumn, check window and door seals for proper insulation and replace your furnace air filter. Join Odyssey and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Thank you for making us part of your day. Sam Potosa produces the broadcast today. Hope you enjoyed Inside the Huddle earlier today. Uh, 3928255, you can email srussell at wruf.com. Before I get to RJ here, uh, Knoxville Gator Brad said, The great former coach Bill Parcells once said what sums up Florida's situation in his opinion. These coaches are cooking dinner with groceries someone else bought. Okay? I hear you. O'Call's had a very, very good season in high school football, and hopefully it's going to continue. Uh, and with us now is their coach, R.J. Fewer. R.J., welcome. Thanks for doing this. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you have a playoff game this week? We do, yes, sir. Um, Central Florida Christian Academy in Ocoee. So, uh going to be a tough test but um you know we're we're ready and uh, told our told our kids uh, these are the games we want to we want to play to get us to that next level um but yeah we're we're excited um unfortunately we, our game last week got um didn't get played um it was our senior night in homecoming so it was a lot of uh upset <laughs> parents and players but um 
So that would have been our last regular season game. It was against St. Francis, our rival, too. So a um, little bit disappointing um, end of the season, regular season. Um, and then we had a forfeit earlier in the year. So we only actually had a seven-game regular season, which is weird. Um, yeah, it is weird. And it had nothing to do it had nothing to do with the hurricane <laughs> you know i mean there's some teams that obviously had games canceled because of that but no it was just kind of so we ended up seven and oh which i told the guys you know anytime you can end the regular season undefeated that's definitely um that's definitely a good a good thing to do obviously but um yeah we're, we're excited for the playoffs definitely gonna be a tough test for us you uh you, you piqued my curiosity why wasn't the game played well, um, okay. If you want to pass on that, you can. Try, well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, kind of like. But bottom line is, the refs didn't show up. I mean, I'm just going to come out and say it. I mean, we our our athletic department did everything right. We've got emails showing that you know we scheduled the game, wow. and I'm just I'm going to come right out there. The officials dropped the ball, and um, so yeah, it was. Um, <clears throat> It was nothing that we did wrong. Everything we have documentation where our athletic department scheduled the officials. Everything was scheduled on arbiter, and we still have not been told why or how it happened. Um, so, a little bit frustrated. So, you know, but I'll leave it at that. Okay, well, that's that's reason enough. Tell me about your opponent. Yeah, Central Florida Christian. Uh, they're they're loaded. Uh, they they are undefeated. Um, they beat New Smyrna which New Smyrna is a 4S school, um, so they beat them by one. Um, we've got film on them against Santa Fe Catholic, who we actually lost to in the playoffs last year. Uh, Santa Fe Catholic is not a bad team, and uh, Central Florida Christian beat them 66 to nothing. Mm. So um, they have a running back, number three. At, he's, I think he has 1,500 yards rushing, like 20 touchdowns. They have... You know, two receivers that are over 6'3". They have a junior quarterback that's thrown for over 1,200 and run for another 600. Other than that, they're not deep at all. But, you know, they're, uh, <laughs> it'll definitely be a good te- good test for us, though. And then we're, you know, we had a good practice yesterday. Um, you know, we just, we have to, we have to play our game and, and execute, you know, and, and, and just do our best. Um, let me try to make, take something that was a negative in, in having the game not played into a positive did that give you a chance to get any any injured players back did that help at all uh it did you know i I think um not that we had guys out i mean they were still going to play um but you know it did give them you know a week off or a game off so you know from a silver lining standpoint we are going into the playoffs um healthy we we have two starters out that they've been out for really the last five weeks so um you know so yes to to, to you know a silver lining or whatever we we were able to to get healthy uh, or healthier i should say and um and you know too we're not watching film from last friday on saturday we, we went right into watching central florida christian as soon as the max preps rankings came out at about 10:30 Saturday morning, we knew who we were, we were playing. So my coaching staff and I, and and really the team, they've really bought in. They've been watching a lot of film too, and uh, we watched film yesterday before practice. We're going to watch it again today, and um, you know we we feel like we have them teamed up pretty well. Uh, it's just a matter of 
you know, fundamentals, blocking and tackling and, and not turning the ball over, not having stupid penalties. You know, it's just we'll have to play, you know, I'm just going to be honest, we'll have to play a perfect game to uh, to upset them. But, again, that's that's what we want. We want to we want to play tough teams, and, and um, we only have four seniors, like I think I, I said to you before. So yeah. we're definitely building something special here. Um, let me end with this, RJ. If, you know, go back to – August or whenever you know you started the practice, and here you are, unbeaten. Did the season go about the way you thought it would go? Did you think you would be as good as you are? No, I really didn't. Honestly, I, I'm, just, I'm being, you know, honest. We we were very young up front on the offensive line. We're starting an eighth grader at guard, uh, right guard, uh, uh, sophomore at at left guard, a sophomore at left tackle, a freshman at right tackle. So, you know, I, I was concerned about that. Um, I also felt like, you know, we would struggle with some teams up front, but uh, the kids have played great. I mean, it's a testament to, to them and their hard work and, and buying into our systems. And, um, you know, I, I really I, – I didn't – you know, if, if you would ask me then, do you, do you proceed on undefeated? You know, we hope for the best, but I, I wouldn't have – wouldn't have thought that so i think we're ahead of where i thought we would be which is exciting again especially when we only have four seniors um we had 25 kids on our middle school team uh they play their last game uh tomorrow actually against ocala christian and um and they've only lost one game they're they're six and one so i'm i'm very excited where the program is going and, and i couldn't be more proud of our kids and of of my coaching staff you know they were just um I think we've surprised a lot of people, maybe even including ourselves a little bit. So it's been a it's been a great season, and, and we're we're really excited for the future as well. Well, let's hope, RJ, you can play that perfect game in advance. Uh, appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations on what's been a good year so far. Let's hope it continues. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you do for high school sports. RJ, thank you. Really I appreciate great. that. Yep, thank you. RJ Fewer, the head football coach at O'Call. They're in a playoff game uh, later on this week. 3928255. You can email S Russell at WRUF.com. Let's bring Bernard to the program. Bernard, hi. Yeah, hey, Steve. I put a weekend on the back. I think it's something that needs to be considered. I like the that Matthew is doing recruiting as a CEO. He's been on the defensive side, the defensive component. Okay, I got it. Bernard, I got to ask you a question. Can you call back because your phone, I can't understand you. So just give me a call back if you can um, or get in a better place with your cell because I just can't understand. Um, but I want to hear what you have to say. 3928255, you can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, um, let's get to another call here. It's going to be from D. D, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh, I'll give you a ring here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, what, a couple things. Uh, when, when, are we, when are you going to start previewing uh, Gator basketball? Because we're almost, almost to that time, man, a couple weeks away. Uh, <laughs> next week, hope to have Todd Golden here uh, in an interview, and uh, we'll start then. Beautiful. Uh, number two, uh, I, I heard you guys had a, a conversation with Shane yesterday, a caller, uh, about Anthony Richardson and, you know, benching him. Now, I'm not for benching him, don't get me wrong, but we did see Clemson, Dabo Sweeney, benched uh, DJU mm-hmm. on Saturday for mm-hmm. that freshman, and, you know, he he led him to victory. So, I mean, 
I'm, like I said, I'm not saying benching, but that's what these these coaches and then in Clemson's in the middle of a national championship run or a playoff run, and you know he had the guts to go with his gut and you know bench the guy, and it, it paid off for him. Mm-hmm. I think here's the other thing that plays into this a little bit. I don't I don't disagree at all with what you just said. I don't the the thing that I always go with. They see him in practice. We don't. Now, does it mean you don't roll the dice and try, right? Look what happened to the Patriots last night, okay? <laughs> Mac Jones started, was awful. They bring in the other guy, and now there's a quarterback controversy, right? So, but I, look, I think as a coach has got to make a gut call and decide, you know, is this, is this going to help us? Do, do I really think putting this guy in the game is going to – help us win, because that's the bottom line of any coach, right? Whatever personnel move you make. And I can hear some Gator fans now, well, how can it get worse? Why not try it? Okay, well, it's a, you, you're flipping a coin, right? <laughs> if you try it and it miserably fails, well, we got him in the game. I mean, you know, so you're going to be up for that. But I hear what you're saying. Right, right. Last thing, Steve, uh, recruiting, um, th- that flip last night was tremendous because that's, that's one of the positions we're lacking, and, you know, we need to, uh, you know, I, I know we're going to be good on the defensive line because I expect to get at least two more guys there, and we probably need another tackle on the offensive line with Braun leaving, uh, and, and it should be a big day for us Thursday, man. So this, uh, like you said, man, the staff, is the Army is, is working it. Uh, they're, they're doing exactly uh, what we need them to do, and, uh you know, like Napier said, we, we, we want to get to where George is at, and the only way you're going to get through that is your recruiting. So I'm extremely happy with what the staff is doing. You know, it's going to be interesting to me because, uh, again, you can only sign X amount in a class. You know, and I think fans forget that. Why didn't we get this guy? Well, you can't sign 75 guys. Okay, you're going to lose some people. But to me, the next step here is going to be the transfer portal you can say whatever you want in terms of high school i'm not saying that doesn't make a difference i'm not saying that's still not important it is but many times those high school recruits can't help you immediately they need time to develop some can but you can get it you can get right fast in the portal if those veteran players can come in and do a good job right away witness lsu and what they've done in the portal as an example. So that is more intriguing to me than what the high school stuff is. I, I think most Gator fans thought Napier would recruit, you know, the high school thing. Now, can he do more in the transfer portal? We will see. Yep. It's fun and interesting for sure. Be good, Steve. Okay. Thank you, D. One fifteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will take on the Los Angeles Kings tonight. Puck drop is set for 10.30 in LA, but you can find coverage right here starting at 10. High school volleyball playoffs continue today for St. John Paul II, Oak Hall, PK Young, and Trinity Catholic. St. John Paul will play at Oak Hall in the regional quarterfinal, while P.K. Young will take on Trinity Catholic in the 3A regional quarterfinal. The winners will play again on Friday. In Gator Sports, 
the volleyball team faces the Auburn Tigers tomorrow. Auburn currently sits at the top of the SEC rankings, and the Gators look to rebound after getting swept by Georgia on Wednesday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, I've been telling you for a long time now about a terrific local charity, the Road Eber Boys Ranch in Palatka, and it's been for a while now that I've done this. And as I knew you would, you've responded admirably to help this group out. And we thank you for that. Rodever Boys Ranch houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated vehicles. These boys learn real-life skills because they repair the vehicles and then they resell them. So if you have an unused or even an unwanted vehicle of any kind, car, truck, scooter, whatever it is, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. And if you do, the donation is tax deductible and it goes a long way towards helping a really great cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. They thank you. We thank you. October is National Pedestrian Safety Month and a time to remind everyone that pedestrian safety is a shared responsibility. Pedestrians, walk on sidewalks, or if a sidewalk isn't available, walk facing traffic. Watch for cars exiting driveways or backing up in parking lots, and remain visible at all times. Motorists, failing to yield to pedestrians in crosswalks could result in a citation and points on your driver's license. Remember, pedestrian safety is a two-way street. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Get your orange and blue ready for one of the largest rivalries in college football. Join the UF Alumni Association, the Gator Club of Jacksonville, and ABA Jacksonville for Gator Nation headquarters. Presented by Geico before the Florida-Georgia game on Saturday, October 29th. Tailgate opens at 11 a.m. for the Star Veterans Memorial Plaza in downtown Jacksonville. Enjoy tailgate games, giveaways, music, gear from the UF Bookstore, a food truck village, and more. Stay and watch the game with us. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. See you there, Gators. Hi, I'm Emma Smith. Hall of Famer and all-time leader in Russia with exciting news. If you suffer from chronic joint pain, Emmett Smith wants to introduce you to QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in biologic treatment for pain. I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. No medications, no surgeries, no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, don't assume the old treatments are the only treatments. Learn more about how you can get lasting relief with biologic treatments that can repair and restore damaged tissue. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Play golf without pain. Walk upstairs without pain. Play with your kids and grandkids without pain. Get back on your job without pain. Live your life pain-free. Call QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. 
He's got the 1966 Heisman Trophy, the 1996 National Championship Trophy, and seven SEC trophies. Steve Spurrier was the head ball coach. Now you can call him the head beer coach. And he's sharing his newest trophy, a can of lager. His head beer coach 1966 lager is available in 16-ounce cans at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill and all Gator football games. 1966 is refreshing in all kinds of weather and tasty enough to please any beer drinker. Head beer coach 1966 lager, a legend in a can. Please drink responsibly. Thursday night. Let's go! After two straight road defeats, the Buccaneers will look to right the ship and get back to 500 when they host Lamar Jackson and the Ravens at Ray J. Evans basic hands. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. What a great throw by Brady. Pre-game at 7, kickoff at 8.15. Fire the game. Right here on the Buccaneers Radio Network. How about them Buccaneers? We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Let me ask this question, and let me, and I want you to give me feedback to see if you think the question is fair. Okay. I'm going to give you something that happened to me in hosting this show, okay? I came back here in 1998, and when I did, Larry Vitell had hosted this program for years. I've always given Larry credit. He and I went to school together. He started sportsing. It began as a 15-minute show and then blossomed out. Well, when I took over, my style was different than Larry's. And, you know, in the infancy of social media, uh, you know, I went on and, you know, he's no Larry, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, okay. Well, I was being judged, rightly or wrongly, on a couple of weeks or three weeks of work. And I was being compared to uh, the guy that did it before. Well, same thing with Billy Napier in terms of an offensive coordinator. Do, Do we really get a body of work now that says he needs one? I don't think we, I don't think we do. I don't think that body of work is there. Once again, look at the number of now the, the number of points per game is skewed because of Eastern Washington. I get that. Okay? And you know, he's not an elite play caller. Well, Dan Mullen was a pretty good play caller. Dan Mullen was a pretty good X and O guy. He ain't coaching. So I I guess it just amazes me that after seven games, you're asking, does a defensive coordinator need to go and 
does Napier need to hire an OC? Is that enough time to judge? But that's where it is sometimes. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve-O, what's up, buddy? I guess people ignored my PSA yesterday that I gave on the OC and the DC. Oh, well. Hey, Steve, it didn't take long for uh, Douglas to answer our question yesterday. He went after Robinson and gave up a fifth round, I think sixth round conditional. What do you think about that trade? Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. He's not the same back. He does not have the you know, breakaway capability that, that Brees Hall has. But, it, it you know, he's a serviceable back. Um, I just don't think they've got the home run threat now with him. No. But they needed somebody else in the backfield. So And, and it's for a, as I said yesterday, you're not giving up the farm to get him. Yeah, yeah. For what they gave up, you know. Yeah. He just shows, hey, man, I got confidence in you guys. Let's get you somebody and let's see if we can get him few more wins here, maybe uh, make a playoff push. And I think um, that resonates yeah. in the clubhouse, too, the fact that the front exactly. office is trying at least because of, you know, I, I don't think this is going to last. I think they're doing this with a lot of smoke and mirrors. But, hey, 5-2 and two is 5-2. and two. Hey, they get a schedule break, too, Steve, again. Monday Night Football, New England Patriots, so they have a little short week again. A little bit of a schedule break there also. Hey, Steve, um, as far as the recruiting there that uh, D uh, brought up, you know, Kearney, you know, that's a that's a huge pickup, man. He's one of the best um, offensive linemen in the state of Florida, one of the best interior linemen in the nation. Um, the guy's a mauler, exactly what Napier wants to do as far as running that zone read thing. I mean, he's like a prototype for that. Um, and make no mistake about it, Steve, uh, that, a couple of things probably in the works for this week, all things that have been rumored for a long time. And make no mistake about it, it's no coincidence that they're going to happen on Georgia week, okay? No coincidence on that. All this is part of the process that Napier does, and uh, keep that in mind also. Um, as, as with regards to the portal, Steve, you know, it, it, in my opinion, nothing never takes the place of high school recruiting, though. Portal supplements, but I think it's fool's gold for teams out there to think that they could put together a championship team consistently based solely on portal. Oh, no, no. I didn't say solely on portal. I never said that. Okay. Never said that. Gotcha. I, I'm saying you can get pretty good or good quickly with the right pickups in the portal. Remember, Hendon Hooker, when he came to Tennessee, wasn't even the starter. Right. Right? Well, I mean, that. Yeah, Joe Milton. Yeah, right. Well, because guy, guy could throw the ball, you know, 5,000 yards doesn't mean you're a good quarterback. I'm not saying Milton's not. But Hooker does things that Milton doesn't. He became the starter, and they got really not just because of him, but that's the most important position in sports, and they got lucky there. Definitely. Um, it's my opinion that the starting quarterback for the Gators at Utah next year is not on the team yet. He will be gotten from the transfer portal. That's my prediction, Steve. We'll see what happens. All right, brother. Take it easy, man. Talk Tony, to thank you. Yep, now that, I think, assumes Richardson would not be here. Um, or, even if he is here, you go in the portal and say, okay, Anthony, beat this dude out. I agree with that. Andrew, hello. Yes, yeah, Steve. Uh, I wanted to bring up a little issue. Um, usually when a, a team is going to play um, 
course, the next week after a bye or whenever after another game. Uh, on Monday, Tuesday, the respective uh, media usually, um, you know, will talk about their opponent for the upcoming week. And uh, I just happened to notice when I pulled up um, the uh, opponent for this week's uh, local paper that they talked to, had a big uh, headline about the Tennessee game and uh, what time the Tennessee game was going to be. And it was finally set, the Tennessee game. And I thought to myself, geez, they're playing us this week. And I looked down, and on the third paragraph, they they mentioned that they take on the Gators in Jacksonville this week. And so is the news media, is are they potentiating this uh, a lack of importance for this game, uh, that it uh, doesn't mean as much for some reason? What's what's your opinion on that, them talking about the Tennessee game? Where, where did you see this? Yeah, I'm not going to do a commercial. It's it's the the big uh, the biggest paper that's in Athens. It's online. Okay, so in sports department. Okay, so because well, I think it's important to understand your reference point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's a big media outlet. It's the biggest one there. Well, okay. What what is Georgia's next game after Florida? It's uh, Tennessee. Okay. What is what is Florida's next game after Texas A and M? I mean, after after uh, Georgia's Texas A and M. Yeah. Yesterday, I get mixed up. Yeah. Yesterday, they came out with the starting time for Texas A and M. They do the same thing with Georgia. No different. It doesn't mean the game isn't important. It's the next game, and that's when they announce the start times for the games the following week. Oh, okay, so it's just a working ahead, but he, he, there was the other rhetoric there. But but anyway, I'm not trying to insinuate anything on their part. But No, it, that's, it that's, it, it's done all over the place. Because, again, mm-hmm. that's the next game that's announced. Okay, the time, right. Okay, yes. to let everybody know ahead yes. of time. So, yes. so the referees show up, right? I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, thank you, Steve. Andrew, thank you. One thirty. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-925-1522. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-925-1522. That's 800-925-1522. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. 
There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. When you are injured in an accident, do you really want to call an attorney's office based on the size of their firm? You should ask yourself this question. Can I afford to get lost in the shuffle at a time when I need individualized attention the most? I'm Jack Fine, Gainesville's accident attorney for over 40 years at Fine Park Ash and Parla Piano. When you call our office, you will speak to one of our four experienced attorneys at no charge. Find Farkash and Parlapiano. Local representation, big firm results. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Gator fans, make a fashion statement this season from a huge selection of shirts, jackets, backpacks, hats, and hundreds of other Gator Gear products at the UF Bookstore on campus at the Rights Union. Gator Gear is among the most fashionable gear you can have. Choose from hundreds of orange and blue designs, plus the largest selection of new Jordan sideline apparel and Nike collections. In school or out of school, the UF Bookstore is the place to gear up for game day. Wear the orange and blue to every game, indoors or outdoors. Get yours at the UF Bookstore. Go Gators! Kids eat free this Halloween. Before or after your little princesses, ghouls, minions, and superheroes fill their bags with candy, fill them up with a delicious meal from Miapa. Don't rush to make dinner and put on costumes. Let Miapa give them something good to eat. Purchase any regularly priced meal from Miapa's Jonesville, Alachua, and Gainesville locations on Monday, October 31st and get a free kids' meals for all kids under 10 in costume. This is no trick. Treat your kids to the same great kids eat free meals at Miapa that you love every Wednesday this Halloween. Miapa Latin Cafe, your Halloween dinner headquarters. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon, warm and mostly sunny. Highs in the mid-80s will feel a little more humid than yesterday. Tonight, mostly clear early, then turning partly cloudy. Lows by daybreak tomorrow in the lower 60s. Feeling even more humid tomorrow, partly cloudy. Highs in the low 80s. A cold front will be approaching our area from the west. That should push through during the early afternoon. We'll have a chance for a few passing thunderstorms. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Arizona Cardinals are back-ish uh, as they beat the Saints. And then you had a moment where you had quarterback and coach yelling at each other. I thought it was embarrassing that Cliff Kingsbury allowed that to happen. you got to be a coach. That, that's not the way you address me. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Mark says to every Gator fan that wants Napier to hire an OC, wants you to watch one of the 2005 games during Meyer's first year with Leak at quarterback. That was offense that was beyond painful to watch. Yeah, I mean, I think they scored 17 points, 20 points. Yeah. I mean, there was a transition there, no doubt. 
Bring John in. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Okay. Hey, yeah. People just need to let these guys coach their way through the players they inherited and the ones they're they're getting, and and judge them, you know, on down the road, not with what they're working with that was left over. Um, but I, I I called mainly to make a comment, and you know, just being a you know a sideline guy, I hadn't thought of this, but it was talking about the transfer portal and how other teams, you know, Ole Miss did this and LSU, but they, you know, they said when Coach Napier come in, he he was trying to put a staff together and was trying to get as many you know high school recruits as he could, mm-hmm. that he really didn't have time to look at the transfer portal last year and put put the effort into it because he chose. Let me try to get a good recruiting class as opposed to worrying about, you know, splitting my time between both. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, he, he, he was able to get a pretty good recruiting class, but now he's been there a year. Look to see him with a full staff that the transfer portal will be a big play this upcoming year because he's had time to dedicate to both, whereas last year he didn't. I agree with all of that. So, but uh, And as far as this weekend at the Florida Georgia, like I said, we got – we can always hope for miracles. I mean, that, you know, like I said, the old saying, you never know. But, uh, you know, I, I just would love to – I just love to see a competitive game out of, out of Florida. And, you know, if, if, if good things happen, they do. But I just I just hope we can play competitive and hold our heads up. You know, you, okay, thank you, John. One of the things I'm really looking forward to, okay, if there are people that believe that Napier – isn't a good play caller. Uh, he needs an OC. Uh, you know, the defensive coordinators in over his head, all of that. Okay. Here's what I'm, it may take two or three years, but this is what I'm hoping for. If you have uh, two football teams that have recruited their fannies off, okay. And now the Jimmies and Joes uh, are pretty much equal, okay? Now what happens? Now what happens, right? Because, look, you can do all you want in terms of you, – you have to have athletes. You, you have to uh, – to do that but what really happens then then it comes down to coaching doesn't it doesn't it so and the other thing I think that people forget okay in the 2022 class of recruits and as much as recruiting means a lot it does Texas A&M, remember, according to 24-7 Sports, had the number one recruiting class. Look where they are. Look where they are. Doesn't necessarily equate to success. The other thing I think you have to look at, if you're a Florida fan, right, and I, and I know Napier came in and salvaged 2022, uh, I think they were 17th or 18th, whatever it was. But let's look at the top 10. Texas A&M, Alabama, Georgia, Texas, going to be in the league, Oklahoma. So 
just within the SEC, right, you had five schools that recruited higher than Florida. And then you throw in LSU and Kentucky, Missouri, and Tennessee. Now, that's going to change now because Florida's class is a lot better. But where I'm going with all of this is I really hope we see the day when the talent level is pretty much equal and now it comes down to the coaching. Now it comes down to the play calling. Now it comes down to how you scheme the opponent. I hope that day comes. Tony says we deserve better. It's like this football team's embarrassing after a loss. How's anyone ever personally embarrassed by a sports team? Unless maybe they're in a full-out brawl like FIU Miami, FIU Miami years ago. But that has nothing with play on the field. Williams says he thinks Napier does need an OC. Um, he's seen nothing to suggest he's an elite play-level caller. This dates back to Louisiana. Doesn't believe he's bad either. But he thinks it's a, dis- it's a distraction from his strengths. Organization, analytics, working with people. He dislikes his hands-off approach with the defense. If you watch him during the game, many times he's not even watching as he's with the offense. It means as the head coach, he can provide a very little in the way of adjustments on that side of the ball. Okay. Why is that a big deal? Why is that a big deal? You think Steve Spurrier could talk about adjustments on the defensive side of the ball? I'm not saying he didn't know, right, because he knows more about defense than you think. But my point is he's with his offense. That's what he hires defensive guys for. So you're the head coach. And sometimes the head coach is the offensive coordinator. Fine. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't care or isn't interested. Um, He said he defers on any defense-related question. He hasn't watched the film and seen very little of it to that point. But you don't think he knows. You don't think his staff tells him, this is our plan, this is what we're going to do, and you don't think if he didn't like the plan that he wouldn't change it. If he were a Spurrier or Lincoln Riley type in terms of explosiveness, yes, but nothing in this history suggests that. Okay? Todd follows up the call uh, with D. He thinks the offense is scoring enough points. Problem is defensive inability to get stops. Not advocating bench and AR. Uh, but he also says, uh, why can't we take a shot? And once this is the, you know, there's the, there's the soup du jour. The questions du jour now are, A, does Napier need an, an offensive coordinator? B, is the defensive coordinator over his head? And C, why not play the backup quarterback? That is like tomato, chicken noodle, and uh, whatever else. Those are the soups. And we're seven games into a tenure. Um, he says sometimes the energy can be helpful to other players. It's just a thought. If that's the case, then I hope all of you who are advocating for that, okay, you bring the backup in and, you know, wets the bed, then don't complain. Don't complain. Because you are taking a shot a chance on that happening. Richard says about Aaron Judge, 
Then they won the Triple Crown, looked out of sync in the playoffs. Yeah, he did. Did somebody figure out he can't hit the low strike in the outer portion of the plate? Was just exhausted, drained from a long and full season. Probably that. And look, you know, slumps get magnified when you are in the playoffs. You can go one for 16 in the middle of the season, nobody cares. In the playoffs, gets magnified. He's pulling for the Phillies over the Astros. Um, look, I picked the Astros before the season started. So just, just for that reason, you know, I want the Astros to win, but I understand because they cheated and all that stuff before that people, you know, wouldn't vote or wouldn't want them to win. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve, you just brought something to my mind when you were talking about uh, when Urban came here in 05. And, and though it was painful to watch at the beginning, you do have to give, we have to give Urban props for adjusting, improvising. He actually brought in the fullback. Which leads me to my question, and I'll listen off air as usual, but do you think these new RPO offenses, I know they're it's all different, you know, does, and then not having a fullback, in a way, in my opinion, that takes it takes a lot more of, uh, of the offensive line, in my opinion, that the blitzes were usually picked up by a fullback. Just your thoughts on how much more difficult, if so, that these these new RPO offenses, for lack of better name, I don't know what the name is, versus the old pro set. And I'm just curious, do you think it's more demanding for the quarterback versus the old pro set style? And I'll listen off air and go Gators. Okay, Greg, thank you. Well, I'll, I'll try to answer that because I'm not sure I can. If you're talking about the old pro set, right, there wasn't an option, Right. If if you had, you know, the standard backfield, fullback, halfback, you, you're in an I formation, a pro set, right? Well, there wasn't an option. You called a running play or you called a pass play. That's why the RPO is different now. Remember, the line is blocking run. The running back still anticipates the handoff but the pass option is built in. So you put the ball in the tummy of the running back, you read a, probably a linebacker most times or a safety, and then do you pull the ball or, or do you keep the ball in there or do you pull it and throw it, okay? So that's the difference. There was no option back then. And if a team blitzes, well, then again, that's the option to get rid of the ball quickly. That's what you're supposed to do if you read it right. Okay? That's what the RPO is. Okay? Most times, if a linebacker or a safety don't really move a whole lot, I think a lot of people think that's when the offense has numbers, right, within the box. And then you have a better matchup to run the ball. Okay? And you can do post-snap. You can do pre-snap. Um you know, RPOs, you can run after the ball is snapped. Pre-snap RPO is you you do that before the ball is, that's what a pre-snap, you, before the ball is snapped, you read it and decide what to do. One, oh, that helps, Greg. 146 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Lauren Halpern. Tonight in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will face the Los Angeles Kings in LA. Puck drop the set for 1030. You can find live coverage right here starting at 10. In Gator Sports, the volleyball team will take on the Auburn Tigers tomorrow night. 
the team looks for a comeback after their loss against Georgia on Wednesday. The match against the Tigers will begin at 8 p.m. in Auburn. In high school news, fly ball playoffs continue between P.K. Young, Trinity Catholic, St. John Paul II, and Oak Hall. P.K. Young will play at Trinity Catholic for the 3A regional quarterfinal title, while Oak Hall will take on St. John Paul II at home. The winners will play on Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to you know, be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your, your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. As autumn temperatures get cooler, here are some simple things you can do to help out the environment. Remove any window air conditioners. Check windows and door seals for proper insulation to keep heat in and cold air out. And check your furnace, making sure it's clean, and replace the air filter with a new one to keep it running at peak efficiency all winter long. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or standalone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com. Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is now open. Okito America is the finest family fitness and child development center in the area. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road. And now at 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before classes fill up. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, our final segment here. Time for your still calls and comments here. Let's get to a couple of emails. BB says, can't help but be a little sad. It's maybe the end of an era for both Rodgers and Brady. Suggestion for stressed Gator fans. They're so stressed, hoping for a turnaround. Could watch a little NFL on Sundays while I wait things to work out. He thinks it's good therapy. Uh, he thinks the winner of Michigan-Ohio State would seem a lock for the playoff, along with a probable undefeated Clemson. I wonder that, where that will leave Alabama, Tennessee, and Georgia, depending on who wins out and has one loss. Uh, who are too early but likely four playoff teams? I think Ohio State and Clemson are probably going to get in there. Um, after that, I think it just depends on what the SEC does, you know, who wins and who loses and that sort of thing. But I would say right now, two SEC teams still more likely. He's got Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, and Tennessee in there. Uh, Kevin says, what's your thoughts on the Jets getting Robinson and Jags letting him go? Uh, ETN, I I think, has now made himself their featured back. And they've got Snoop Connor and another guy. I can't think of the other guy, but but Snoop Connor's there. Hasty, that's the other guy. Um, So I think Robinson was expendable. Uh, And, again, a good job by the Jets getting him because they just need some some depth there. Um, Bob says, uh, now that the team is on a downswing, most Gator fans now say Napier doesn't have the talent to win. However, prior to the season, several radio hosts, I don't know who they were, stated that the Gators had more four-star players than most teams they play other than Alabama and Georgia and predicted eight and three or nine and two. I'd like to know who they were. Uh, well, the team with no talent, and I don't think anybody said they had no talent, uh, beat the number seven team in the first game. So what's the real problem, the talent, or could it be the coaching? Well, let me ask this. If, if you're telling me they have no talent and the coach pulled off the win, doesn't that speak well of the coach? He says perhaps a coach from a small conference may not be up to the level of the SEC. I'm going to say this again. I am really glad that I don't coach because, Bob, I wouldn't want a fan like you. No offense. Okay? Who in the world is judged after, you know, two months on the job or three months on the job? Right? Especially when in that job you don't have your personnel in there. But to your point, I see it. But once again, you can you can flip that around. If you're telling me the team has no talent and yet the coach beat the number seven team in the country, well, doesn't that speak well to the coach? Mike says, when you play as slow between plays as Florida does, no rhythm to your offense, you let defense rest between plays, you let the defense make substitutions. It's been tried here before by Muschamp, McIlwain, and it didn't work. I'm going to say this again so people understand it. One of the reasons why 
this coaching staff is trying to shorten the game is because the defense is abysmal, at least statistically. They can't get teams off the field on third down. That's, I believe, is one of the reasons why you're seeing this. And it, all, it also cheats the fans that spend more time watching the offense then don't go to the game if you feel cheated. The object of any coach is to win, Mike. Win. If you win 3 nothing or 50-45, to 45, the win counts the same. Okay? He, doesn't, he didn't like watching the four corners in basketball. He thought it was cowardly. Well, okay. So... We had this debate before under McIlwain, Muschamp, et cetera. Would you rather win 17 to 10 or lose 55 to 50? I know what I would rather do. Chris, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I see what uh, point Mike is making, and uh, I think Coppergator called earlier when we're talking about adjusting the offense. I, I understand what they're saying. I, I think we've we've proven last year with Mullen that a lot of us were crying wolf when we said we'd rather lose 55-50. Um, I being one of those people, uh, I hands down would rather score 55 points and, and lose 60-55 to 55 than, than to win 17-10. to 10. That's just me. But then it happened, and I felt awful and called for Mullen. So, um, so uh, you know, fans, we talk out of both sides of our mouth. I do think that it's awfully reductionist to compare this offense to Muschamp and McElwain. That's not what the intent of this offense eventually will build to. It's not even close to what they're trying to do. Um, I, I will say that for personnel or play calling, for whatever the reason, there has not been a nice flow to this offense. It's often hard to tell what their identity is, but Napier is calling a next-level run game. Muschamp, McIlwain staff never did that. Napier's calling an NFL-level zone run game that's super creative. We, I think we lead the nation in explosive plays, um, yards from scrimmage on the ground. I mean, there's a bunch of stats where he, he's heading in the right direction with how he's calling the run game. I will say Napier has said that he takes a red pin to the offense and the defense and what he does schematically every offseason – um, and running two wide receiver combos is not going to win national championships. It's not going to win SEC championships. You're not going to beat Tennessee or Georgia or Alabama doing that when they're running three and four wide receivers. Uh, but I, but putting these things in the polls of you either run fast pace, wide open, five wide receivers, or you're running a plotting three yards in a cloud of dust, that's reductionist. That's not what's happening. That's not what Napier's intending to do. But uh, I would say that if he's going to take a red pen to anything, that he's going to have to open it up to at least three wide receivers, um, running some downfield combos, some hitch and goes. They, they've got to get more complicated because you're just not going to keep up with Tennessee and what they're trying to do. So, Steve, I'm putting the coach headset on you. In the off season, what do you take a red pen to on the offense? For me, it's more wide receivers, better routes, 
Um, and I don't think you can just say, well, they don't have the talent to do it or Anthony can't get the ball there. I, I think that there's some play calling involved there. And on defense, right now, I would run more man, and I and I would just run one thing and get really good at it. All right, Chris, thank you. I don't have time to answer because we're, we're done for the day. Uh, but a lot of it does have to do with the quarterback. Look at the offenses that are humming. What do they have in common? Think about that. That's our show. Thanks to Sam for producing it. We'll do it again tomorrow at noon. Hope you'll join us then. Enjoy the rest of your day. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. See you later. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.